we actually went through the process of actually wanting to redo our location. And I found every barrier I could possibly find as an entrepreneur and as somebody here in the city to do something. And, you know, I just wanted to get involved and figure out how do I make that better? How do we, how do we streamline that process to make government more like business? You know, we, I, I have a phrase I always say, I, I work at the speed of business, not at the speed of government. And I think we at the city of Bryan have kind of figured that out. As a young child, Edwina Adams was quiet by nature. She would whisper when speaking. In boot camp, she was thrashed for not yelling loud enough. But when she discovered her ex-husband was a con man, she started to make noise, proving you don't have to be loud to make some noise. Now Edwina's on a mission to motivate so kick back and tune in for candid conversations with those who have harnessed the power of their voices. Let's make some noise. Welcome everyone. This is Edwina Adams with Let's Make Some Noise podcast. And this is actually my first episode, so I have no idea what I'm doing. So of course, why not have my first guest be Mayor Bobby Gutierrez? How Mayor of a large town, like go big or go home, right? <laughs> exactly. No, I'm, I'm, welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to be here. Very much appreciated. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I've actually known you a long time. Long time. We uh, both are entrepreneurs in the in the area that we live in, and you've had a you have a wonderful service. I've used myself many times. Appreciate that. But the reason why I invited you today was because I have seen you beautifully transition from an entrepreneur into the political arena. What made you want to do that? You know, that's a great question. I, I've, I've worked with and through, you know, leadership brasses, the Chamber of Commerce and stuff like that. And, and you start seeing how you could be effective. We actually went through the process of actually wanting to redo our location. And I found every barrier I could possibly find as an entrepreneur and as somebody here in the city to do something. And you know, I just want to get involved and figure out how do I make that better? How do we how do we streamline that process to make government more like business? You know, we, I, I have a phrase I always say, I, I work at the speed of business, not at the speed of government, the speed of government. And I think we at the city of Bryan have kind of figured that out. Uh, I got involved with the plan and zoning and I was, you know, I would help with different political campaigns, basically raising money and helping out, but finding good people that I thought were like-minded thinkers, like-minded in business, uh, like-minded in their vision, and would support them. And that was, that's been going on for, you know, 20 plus years. And it's just been kind of the way to get in. And after that, got on planning and zoning and, and figured out that I had a voice. At that point, you do, and everybody should have the voice. So what can we do to yeah. lend our, lend our, you know, arms, lens, you know, lend, lend ourselves to, the, to everybody and speak for those who have no voice. That's really great. So it sounds like you, it felt like a really natural progression or was it mentally something you had to get over a little bit? You know, the elected position is a lot different than the appointed position. You know, elected, it, it's, it, it changes everything. It really does. And I, uh, I was, I really like being behind the scenes. And you see me always promoting other people's businesses yeah. other than mine. I think that's what we should be doing. I think, uh, you know, we spend a lot of times on ourselves, but that selfless getting people out there, you know, when you have new businesses that come into town and you know what it's like to be a new business, uh, you're, you're struggling. You're 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 trying to find those customer bases, and always try to make that connection between people. Uh, when you go to the events, you know when you see somebody you know, and and if you know they're standing over there by themselves, they 
they're doing everything they can to be there. And then if you don't engage them, they might not come again. Yeah. So I always try to include everybody. I, I try to introduce people to each other, my friends. If if I know them, then there's probably somebody else that they need to know. And just make those, you know, the soft connections. And then step out and let them get to know each other. You don't have to be the center of that conversation. You know, I, I was actually just talking to a former employee. And I've had the opportunity of working for several, a few billionaires. And one of the things that I had to do was during those parties was making sure that people knew each other because you were all invited to these parties and everybody was there for a reason. You couldn't buy your way in. You were invited in and they kind of knew each other, but not really. And my job was to make sure that I knew who they were and what they did. And if I saw husband and wife at the party kind of by themselves, having a good time, but by themselves, I would Hey, you need to meet this person over here. You need to meet Edwina. She does X, Y, Z, and and then just step out of the conversation and let them let them go. You always had back if you kind of look back at the old high school days. You know the the popular group, and they knew everybody, and you would and were in, some people were intimidated by them. That continues on through life as you have those close circles of friends. But my job was to make sure that I started a whole nother circle, and by the end of the night, everybody was in the circle because. The original circle was telling the same jokes and things <laughs> that they've always told for the last 30, 40 years. Right. And the new ones were just learning about each other and really having a good time, but just continually feed people into those that, that new group. And by the end of the night, everything was one group because now they wanted to see why they're having so much fun and, and hear those new stories. So it's, it's just a way of connecting people. You're definitely a professional connector, and I've seen you work the room like that. And you can tell that it comes from a place of genuine, like, caring about people, and that that comes through. You know, people can tell. So I appreciate that because you've done that for myself, and I've seen you do it for others. Well, That's I appreciate really cool. that. Yeah. It, it, it makes me happy. It does. When you when you can step back and, and say, you know, I helped, and you never know where those friendships go and where those business connections go or anything else, and it, it, it helps somebody else succeed. That's all we need. Right. And it helps the city, you mm -hmm. know, exactly. all these connections and the, the, the positive things that come out of collaborations is amazing. I mean, I've seen the city of Bryan just it's been a metamorphosis, you know, of change. It's been you know, amazing. I've seen downtown when I moved to this area in 2005. It was like a ghost town. Mm -hmm. And now it's it's a hot spot for the whole state. Well, there's a, it was a lot of work of a lot of very smart people, way smarter than me even before me. But you have to have that vision first. And working for the people that I work for, one of the things they would say, and I've, it's carried this on, and it's it really, I'm really thankful that I've really had this conversation right before I got here. That's why I was barely here on time. But it reminded me on some of the really things that I knew when, when we were, that I learned, I'm sorry, when I was there and you know, my boss would ask me a question, we need to do this, this, and this, and this. I would give him an answer, and I would tell him, this is what we need to do. And he goes, well, how is that going to help me? And, you know, you tell him the answer. He goes, well, I have everything. You're not ever going to do something that's going to help me. I want to know that you're helping my kids, my grandkids, and the next generations after that. I said, look past us because we have everything. And if we want to make a change, we can snap a finger and make a change, but we want to make legacy changes that will be sustainable forever. So if you think about that 50-year vision and that 100-year vision and how do you attain those, that's where you make the real impact. If you put self into it and how we make ourselves better for us, it kind of takes the genuine heartfelt out of it. You just, you got to have a vision and make sure everybody's lined for that one vision. Very cool. Wow. Well, you're definitely the kind of person the cities need 
at the helm, and that's amazing. So thank you for looking at life well, that way. Well, it is a practice and patience sometimes, <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Do you feel like running a business and being in the political arena are like side by side? Do they? Does it just seem like because you are used to leadership, it was easy, or has it has it been hard? You know, I, I think it's it's balancing. I mean, it, it truly is a balancing act. I think we just talked about that earlier. You know, I like to work at the speed of business. That doesn't always happen in government because you yeah. have to have so many different checks and balances, and it's got to go through these processes. Our job as a business people, as leaders, is to make it, facilitate it the best we can, hand it off to staff, let them close the, the gaps on them, and, and hopefully they'll get it in a timely manner. Uh, we, in the city, the only thing you do is safety and services. The rest is all fluff, you know, but safety, you know, providing safety for your citizens and the services that you provide for your citizens, which is part of one of those services that is safety. Uh, the services are obviously the water, sewer, gas, all the trash, all the different things like that that make quality of life. And then you have, if there's anything left, you can actually really go for quality of life stuff. Uh, I think we as a small business have to react very, very quickly. And we know exactly what we have and what we have to work with on a daily basis. And so we make those investments quick and we hope they're effective. And the same thing with the city. We've got to make sure we're not only planning for long term, but we have enough to take care of all the every day right then. And, you know, with what we're having right now with the interest rates and inflation and everything, everything has changed. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, the things that we thought we could do, you really can't afford to do them this year. And you have to put those, you know, lifestyle changing kind of things on the back burner because the infrastructure and the services have to be taken care of first. Yeah, because a budget is just like in a business. And a lot of times if people have never been a business owner, they just think you're a business, you have money. But there's a budget within a business and a city, just like there is in a household. I exactly. Mean, you have money coming in, you have money going out. And how do you use that wisely and the best? Well, we, we've got a very good staff, and they we're, we're a pretty conservative town. You know, obviously, you know, it's just a fiscally conservative, and we make sure that we have what we have to pay for it. And, and we, you know, I always say, leave it better than you found it. That was, a, a you know, what my granddad has taught us and instilled in us, no matter what you do, leave it better than you found it. And I want to make sure that if I'm here for the next five years or 10 years or 20 or 30 years, I have left it better for the next generations than, than I got it. I don't know what I've done to deserve the beautiful life that I have, but I'm here and and I, it doesn't go unnoticed and it doesn't go unappreciated. I, I think that uh, it is our job to make sure that everybody has that same kind of availability of a beautiful life that I think I live. Yeah, well, you definitely deserve it. And, and I appreciate all your positive posts that you do. They're, they're great. <laughs> well, there's enough negativity in the world. <laughs> and, and, you know, I have noticed, especially on social media, people are set in their ways. They know what they think or they, you know, they know how they feel. And, I'm not going to change their mind. Mm -hmm. All I'm going to do is start an argument. <laughs> so what I can do is put positivity out there. We can go back and forth in an argument of what we think is the right, right deal. And, you know, I'm obviously I'm very conservative, conservative Republican. I have some very liberal friends who are very liberal Democrat. And, and it is what it is. And, and what I tell them, I say, look, we all want the same thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants the same thing. We just have different pathways of getting there. Right. Now, we don't have to be mean to each other. We don't have to belittle each other. We just have to find the really the places that we can't agree and work towards that center because you have the far right and you have the far left. And if we're just batted across the bottom saying no to everything and not ever trying to find anything that we agree upon, well, it just stays right here. But if we can just kind of inch it towards the middle, up, 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 and up, and find where we can agree, then let's do that. 
Yeah. And and I, I believe that about you, that you, you know, you're conservative, but you're open-minded. Like oh, you're yeah. definitely willing to sit down and talk and it's not just a saying, like you really want to You know, and I, I would people. say socially, I'm kind of middle of the road, you know, in the middle. Uh, I, I do believe there's places for for everybody. And, you know, at fiscal, I'm, I'm very, you know, we run businesses. We know you have to be or else there is, no, there is nothing yeah. left. So very cool. Um, so what do you, you know, this, this show's about making noise, right? Why? How do you, you're not a loud guy. I mean, you're not like a boisterous, like you walk in the room and everybody's like, oh my God, you know, and neither am I. I'm not a loud person, but what does making noise mean to you? You know, just making a difference, you know, and, and, and making noise just with one person. When you have this conversation, if you can change and help one person, that has a ripple effect, and it really does have a ripple effect. When you wake up in the morning, you have a choice. You know, is it going to be a good day or a bad day? You can start that right off the bat. Is the glass half full or half empty? And I choose every morning to be thankful for waking up first and foremost. And then to go off, I, I start, you know, with a smile and my phone. Everybody knows I wake up early, so they start calling me very early. And it is a... It's sometimes it's a challenge to remain happy, but 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 every day is a challenge. Yeah, every day is a challenge, and, and a bad phone call doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad day. It just means there there's a bad moment, and you work through those moments, and you get through that, and then you continue on with your good day because the next call is usually pretty good. Yes, so that is so true that um, we teach our kids that you know, like it, it's it's a bad thing that happened. It's not mm -hmm. a bad life or a bad day. So that that's a great outlook. Lastly, a question I want to ask all my guests is, what legacy do you aspire your voice to leave? What I'd like to leave is I'd, I'd like to know that I made a difference. Uh, you know, I've been involved in a lot of different things, uh, you know, throughout. I've been, you know, blessed to be able to be appointed to different boards. And I, I think part of that is because I get stuff done and I don't get on a board because I just want to have another accolade. I don't need any more accolades. I just, I want to know that I want it, that I can get something done. Yeah. And it has to be something that interests me. And I want to know that I've, I've left a, a legacy of, of giving back. Uh, I think that hopefully I'll have enough to get to the end. We'll, we'll see. If mm -hmm. not, I told Becky, we're going to, you know, have to go out and sell everything and hopefully go do a GoFundMe or something at that point. But <laughs> it, it is very expensive to be in office. Right. Uh, we don't get paid. And I spend probably 90% of my time doing stuff that doesn't generate anything for me at all. Just right. it, it's giving back. And I think that legacy of giving back, I, I hope that will will continue on through the stuff that I do. Yeah. Well, I hope it does too. And I hope it um, continues to enrich your life. And thank you for your public service. I really well, do. I appreciate that. We always hear the bad. Everybody, they'll tell you when... Uh, when they're upset, they will. You'll get the emails, you get the calls, you'll get the texts, you'll get everything else. Not a whole lot of people tell you thank you. I'm sure. I'm sure that's true. And they, um, a lot of people don't understand the sacrifice, like you said, that it's not even a paid position. I didn't know that until my mid twenties. You know, I'm like, wow, really? That's that's pretty it can amazing. Cover my cleaning bill, it'd be great. I can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> but right. you know, being a representative and, and being honored to be able to represent the citizens in the city. And, and to lead and, and have a vision. Uh, like I say, we don't know if we're always right. We know with the information we have, we do the best we can. The voters will tell you if you're right or if you're wrong, they will tell you the next election. And you know what's going to happen 25 years from now? We'll know if we made good decisions or not. Those previous people you were talking about downtown and we're working on downtown and we're working on midtown and we're working on 
all the different stuff around the super park and Midtown Park. Those are things that these guys set in motion that we have to carry that torch and keep those going and take them to the very end. Because if you stop and you go somewhere else, everything falls mm -hmm. apart. It's, yeah. To get that momentum is very hard. Uh, right now, we have great momentum, and we're going to continue our whole South College corridor, the downtown corridor, the Midtown Park area. Uh, we just, I don't know if you knew, we just got the, you know, working through and with a lot of the relationships that we have, we just got appropriated some a trolley that's going to be going from really? downtown Bryan to the Midtown Park to what we call Union Hill around Farmer's Market Chicken Oil Company over to MSC to the Northgate to MSC to Century Square and then back around. So it'll be moving people from A&M and the students and faculty and staff from A&M and you know, just back and forth around. Uh, that we feel is going to be a tremendous economic boost to that whole corridor through there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have, you know, downtown Aggieland now. So it's downtown's really, it's, you know, we're, we have the Palace Theater fixing to be open up, their grand opening coming back. Cool. So new live venue and a lot of good things happening. Yeah. It, one thing about that trolley, that is interesting because, you know, uh, my husband and I had a transportation mm -hmm. business and he wanted a trolley. We actually looked at some oh, wow. and that was his thing. He's like, it could run to downtown. They're building that up. And, you know, he's a visionary, too. So um, he'll be excited to know well, that. And we awesome. have no desire to do transportation anymore, <laughs> so they can have it. But I'm glad to see that. That'll yeah, be fun. It's, we're excited. We've, it's something we've been walking on, you know, working on for a while. Mary Nelson and myself had, you know, talked about this many, many times. And, and to be able to let get it happen on your watch is, is really cool. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I really my appreciate honor. it. Yeah.